one of the more fascinating statistics that I just discovered is that there is a massive bias in business literature, in business schools, and there's a lot that I can go into about this, but this bias is that we discount a lot of work that would be considered blue collar. Um, we discount it quite severely in terms of blue collar work being, you know, work like um, babysitting, nannying, um, work like um, handyman, work like um, being a, a lawnmower or, you know, a um, you know, doing yard work, work like, um, I don't know, a plumber, work like, like, I don't know, what else is there, secretarial work or administrative work. And I look at this and I look at the bias, you know, the, the argument is, is those aren't legitimate businesses. But if you were to look at the economy, and you were to ask somebody what their job is, you have a much higher likelihood of somebody saying that I'm a plumber, um, I am a yard worker, I am a migrant worker, than anybody ever saying that they are Fortune 500 CEO. Um, in fact, there's only 500 of those Fortune 500 CEOs, maybe, maybe a give or a take, you know, 505 or, you know, nine, nine, 495. But for the most part, um, we're neglecting a huge part of the economy. And we focus on prestige. We focus on status. There's lots of reasons for that. I can get into it, um, you know. Two of the biggest reasons, I think, the reason why we sort of focus on this is because of data and access to data. So we tend to um, legitimize access to data, um, you know, hard data, and legitimize it that we have access to it. And those typically tend to be Fortune 500 companies. Um, and anything that is legitimate that's considered legitimate in terms of business research is Fortune 500 companies. Um, on the other side, there is a lot of methodologies that we use that would be considered, uh, that, that would essentially prevent anybody from focusing on that kind of, those kind of workers. So for example, um, interviewing babysitters would be highly discounted because it's it's not considered um, reliable or valid knowledge, for example. It's also considered small fry, where you get that sort of small fry effect. I remember, I, I've had this conversation so many times. It's fascinating because almost everybody, particularly, um, I almost know who's going to respond in a certain way. Um, if they built their career essentially on Fortune 500 companies, they will say dismissively, very dismissively, that those those um, small businesses don't count. Um, and I think in my head, I'm thinking, you know, that's first of all, that's 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 a pretty very presumptuous thing to say when the majority of 
you know, any country's economy is based on that kind of um, employment, that those kind of businesses. Um, but, but, but secondly, you know, the, the other point is that these are individuals that actually do matter. And the problem is, is it's hard to capture that with the data that we have access to. And even if we were to collect data on that, let's say you were to collect hard data on it and you were to do a survey on babysitters. What's fascinating is that survey would be highly discounted because it is would be considered a single respondent, for example. Uh, you know, it's considered often by um, somebody. You know, let's let's imagine that they're that they're underage. It's hard to capture that data, right? Let's say that they are between the ages of 13 and 18. It's hard to capture that data because they're underage. Uh, the other thing that's that's really fascinating is migrant workers, for example, right? And a lot of those people that are nannies, for example, are um, you know, here, maybe not in the, you know, in a certain country, maybe maybe they are legitimate, maybe they aren't, but they're certainly not going to be open to sharing these experiences. And there might be a literacy problem that's happening there. It's super fascinating if you start thinking about it and you're breaking it down, that there's all of these segments of the market that some of them do actually turn into real legitimate things that are really big. There are in any given city across the United States, across the world, you pick um, an area like that, whether it is lawn mowing, for example, or maybe babysitting, for example, or cleaning, you know, cleaning homes, for example, there is a legitimate large business that has grown from um, small roots where it's just a single individual that would be discounted. And they're large, right? Like in the in the town, you would consider them to be, you know, maybe they're, they have revenues of, in terms of American dollars in, in America, that would be, you know, revenues of like a million dollars. And in most towns, I think most people would say a million, million dollars is a, you know, it's not big in comparison to these larger corporations, but that is a substantial organization that people would um, would would recognize. I think we need to start focusing on these different areas um, that are very easy to, to neglect, and yet they're very important in the economy. And the reason there's many reasons, right? The 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 data issue, the sort of dismissive issue. The fact that, um, you know, that there's a prestige issue if you're going into business school, you're going to get a better job and yada, yada, yada. I want you to talk to the number of, and, and, and often it's going to be targeting groups that might, um, they might not get the same fanfare, right, because of our natural biases that we have in certain economies. Um, so, for example, right, like... Um, who is primarily going to be the sort of breadwinner, or who is primarily going to be the person that's going to stay at home? Um, you probably know who it's going to be, and they're the ones that are most likely to start these little businesses, or you know, a blogging business, or something along those lines, um, because they need that flexibility. So I'd encourage you 
to really start questioning our norms of how we actually do business um, and, and you know, what we're trying to represent. There's a whole host of amazing individuals doing super fantastic things in this world that are not being captured in any sort of way. And it's almost staggering when you start to look at the, um, you know, the, the role models or cases that we have access to, and it's essentially they're not being represented. Um, I think we can change this, but it takes people, I think where it's gonna really step up is people act actively taking a lead um, where they are doing research, but also you know, demonstrating with cases, um, really targeting individuals that might be neglected in various different ways because of just the standard way of doing things, right? But we know that these are legitimate and huge parts of the economy that um, we need to explore and understand and talk about rather than just simply dismissing them as unimportant. All right, take care and have a wonderful day.